There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Virginia is a witch and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show Podcast. Welcome to the After the Show Podcast. Kevin's voice is a little struggle bus today. He's got the bronc, even though listeners think he's faking it. But if he talks, it's only able to be like in a whisper Mm. or a very low growl. It's rough. I mean, some people are saying, I mean, ladies wrote in and said it's making them wet. The I would say if we had to do a wet chartness kind of a thing, uh, it, it would be in the upswing. <laughs> How wet are you? Look, it's moving the needle cool in boys. more ways than one. It's okay. moving the needle dick. Yeah, it's moving the needle dick. It's good to know. <laughs> yeah, we got a bunch of emails. Thank you guys for always writing in to us. Mail at kvjshow.com. This one is from Nikki. And it says, hey, everybody, I just want to say that some of the best listening is when things are going wrong. I love seeing the honesty of a crew just trying to hold it together and do the best they can. Thanks for showing up every day and letting us in. Nikki. I agree with Nikki. I like it. Kevin does a great job keeping a polish. It's okay every now and then to have it fall off the rails every now and then. It's, it's, I know, I know if I was in a car listening and I heard all that kind of shit, I would be turn, turning it up going, the fuck are going on What's in going there? On? Clams. Yeah. <laughs> this is really being professionally broadcasted. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next email is from Reniel Zamora. And it says, Kevin, do a shot of tequila with honey and lemon. It works really good. Well, we just so happen to have a shit ton of tequila. Our friends at Sip Tequila Tequila Club. We don't have lemon, but I got Sprite. There's lemon, huh? It says lemon, tequila, and honey. We have tequila and honey. And Sprite. You want to try it? Yeah, without Sprite. He wants tequila and honey. Okay, I love it. Um, grab the honey, and then there's a whole bottle of tequila right behind him. I'll grab the honey only if you call me honey. <laughs> grab the honey. Honey. All right, I will. <laughs> <laughs> little sassy cat. <laughs> if you haven't seen Jaybird's outfit on KBJ TV, seriously, what are you doing with your life? You need to go check this thing out. Some people have called him a high-budget pimp. Some people have called him the low-budget Elton John. Either one works. Where's the honey at? Right here behind me. Oh, okay. It's upside down already. It's in the backpack on the KVJ bar. Oh, there's a lot left. <laughs> I've been using it yesterday and today for him. All right, Kev, I'm going to make you a little concoction we call Fuck Yeah. <laughs> Nice name. Thank you for the idea, Mr. Zamora. We appreciate that. I have to go get cups. We got. No, there's cups in that box. Just grab a glass out of that box. Yeah, it's right under the hat. 
This one's from Michael. And it said, I think the witch did a great job this morning trying to host the show, regardless of how dumb she is. Oh, wow. Gosh. Fuck. We're all getting it today. Why doesn't Kev trust his crew to run the show when he's off, like on Monday when he was dead from the weekend? And do the other members of the show feel inadequate since Kevin believes they are untrustworthy failures, lacking responsibility skills? You put words in my mouth. I never said that. I don't believe that at all. Amazing. We've done probably 20 shows without Kevin now. Kevin does trust us. I do. Management doesn't trust us. That's not true either. I don't think think that's true either. said they didn't like the VJD no, they, show. They didn't say that. You, it's your own paranoia. I don't paranoia. have that, that was your feeling. We're yeah. at a point now. They don't. They they don't care. We're right. They, it, Kevin. Kevin's a control freak, as he should be, as the host of the show. So he needs to fucking be there. But he's flexible. I, I give him credit because it's not easy to be in, in, in his position and to give up control. So. I'm making him a great drink. We're going to fucking celebrate yeah. the Kevin Ralston. Yeah, I love it. That's not at all true. Yeah, it's not true. <laughs> no, the only thing, the only thing I'd, I'd let, you know, so people don't understand, because all you do is hear audio coming forward from the speakers, and you don't know what's what. The regular show is a fucking bitch, because you've got commercials, you've got time. They have these things that, you know, you got to keep the segments a certain length. You've got to tease because I get the coaching because I'm the host. You guys don't luckily have to deal with that kind of shit. But yeah, they'll the coach will listen to all the little mistakes I make, and he'd be like, "Your intro wasn't tight here. Your tease sucked balls." And he's nice. He's he's not. <laughs> he very nice. He's very nice. He's not going to say it like that. I'm giving you my version of it. Um, and there's times where because of the way the ratings are and the best practices you're supposed to go into your commercial breaks and have everything right at the right time so the entire time you're doing the show you're adding up math in your head going okay this song is three minutes I got that that segment's going to take that long so it's it's a different game when you get on the podcast you just start talking and there's none of this I'm worried about music commercials time all that kind of stuff, and you can go long for them. You don't have to worry about everything's got to be so there, nitpicky, tight, and all that. So a, a clock you have to hit. Yeah. There's a lot of shit and that you every, have to do. Everybody brings their own thing to the table, and and my thing is the organization and timekeeping. And so that's what I do is I keep us on track for the content, and that's why my biggest asset is during the regular show because that's just what I've always done for the show and you guys don't do that very often and it's a pain in the ass to and d- do. During the regular show you can't drink but during the after the show podcast you yeah. can. I am hooking right. my you boy. You can sip tequila. Yeah, I'm so hooking my boy up with something real yeah. nice. Uh, Remy said too she said it sounds stressful. It's, it's amazingly stressful. Like nobody really fully understands. Like I usually have a drink when I go home because you got to unwind because it by the time you got everything that's gone on from live spots and this and that and getting all yeah, it's it really is. It doesn't well, stop. It's very it stressful. During the regular show, you know, I said it. I hate being Kevin because yeah. Kevin has the hardest job. It's not that hard to sit here and be a dumb fuck and just make little silly snide comments. Kevin has the hardest job. He's the ringleader of a fuckery circus. Yeah, and the other thing, I don't think it's the most important job. I think the most important job is to be entertaining and funny. That's what the people like. So you guys have the most important job. I think to that respect, but it's just I'm the guy that's got to kind of keep the broadcast show on the rails. And that's why whenever we have a chance for people to take vacation, it's just a lot easier if we all take the regular show off. That's why on Monday, 
I think we'll do it more often. We didn't do a, a live regular show because that is a pain in the ass to put together and to execute. And you can't really do it from home, but we did it after the show from our homes. And so we're probably going to do that a lot more often because you don't have to deal with all that crap. As corny as it sounds, everyone needs everybody. It's really a, it a is. It's very situation. true. It's That's very true. true. Yeah, we, we're never as good if one person's out. I, I, from Suits to Kevin, all the way up and down, as soon as one person is out, mm-hmm. everybody can feel it. Yeah, so you can spare audience. us that. Yeah, when one person's out and we get the emails like, yeah, it wasn't as good today. Like, we yeah. know. Uh, no I know. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dick faces. That's what like, people come up to me hey you have a dimple in your chin yeah no shit fuck yeah, we face. know that we know we know <laughs> yeah we, we hated you know we you know people gotta be sick and people gotta do stuff oh, yeah, it's not a dimple it's a semen reservoir oh your show sounds so different uh yeah mm. thanks brainiac <laughs> i will yeah i don't that's good it's tasty bird thank you you like it yeah, good. Like it, yeah. oh good well the yeah. third ingredient you couldn't see but it was love Oh. Juice? It was, yeah. it was semen. Jerked off. The- Hold on. Oh, 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 here's your drink. <laughs> that glass and I went in the corner real quick. Oh, here you go. He was already ready to come because of that pie cake thing. Oh, my gosh. I've been on the edge all day. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. When we were in here, he didn't see the pie cake because I had it kind of in the corner for like till like 730. And then he wandered over to that part of the room and he saw the pie cake and he went, what is this? You gotta do- and then he realized in that moment he had a pie cake. In. Do you have the yeah. picture? Panda took a picture of me looking at the cake. It's so cute. It's, it's, it's a moment captured in time. It really was. Look how happy I am. <laughs> I was just still you are shocked and surprised. It was really good. Gosh. <laughs> I'm going to make it again. I'll make a video. I'll do the whole thing. Now that I know I can do it, I didn't make a video when I was making it because I'm like, oh, if I fuck this thing up and it's gross, I, I don't want to I swear to you on everything, I am not just saying this. That is the best cake I've ever had it's in really my life. Good. It's, it's wow. really fucking Honestly, good. Honestly, it's so good. That, uh, if, if it would make you have like muscles and be cut, I'd eat that every meal for the rest of my life. If they, <laughs> if that was a deal saying you can only have this for the rest of your life, but you'll always be jacked. I would be like, I'm sold. Take it right now. I would still eat that knowing I'm going to get full on diabetes. <laughs> I know if I, no, if, I your death. if I know that that is the way you would be going. One piece takes five years off your it's life. That you're still good. eating. Give me the you know. beats. Okay, <laughs> take five years. That was a joke. I'll waste them anyway. Mm-hmm. We gave out a lot of tickets. So these look like tickets we gave out to a listener. Um, it was. It was the pink tickets. We gave away ah, a good bit of tickets for that. Yeah. Pink tickets. Okay, mm-hmm. so this one is from Smita Campbell, and it says, Hey, guys, I met Michelle or Melissa, LOL, who also got tickets from you all. And here we are sitting in the same row at the pink concert together. That's cool. Look how cute they are. Oh, I love it. I love it, too. Can you see it? Yeah. Okay, this next one is from Rachel, and it says, I feel this way about my wedding. I only remember very few bits and pieces of it. Post-wedding amnesia is also very, very real, guys. Yeah. I think there's something to it. I mean, they've studied the brain and how it captures images and memories and it, it's pretty fascinating. And uh, the one I had seen, I'm sure it has with the big events, but they're saying, you know, as you get older, it seems like time goes faster. And they said that's kind of the way the brain's capturing images that when you're younger, it's almost like it does a longer snapshot. And so you have 
these more memories and longer memories of your childhood. It's pretty crazy because when I was a little kid, if something would drag, you could really feel it. Even shit that I'm bored with, that I'm annoyed being involved with, mm. it goes by quick. Yeah. It did. Everything's just flying by. Yeah. And then when you have a pie cake, and I don't remember today's show because of that thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. He has pie cake and amnesia. I yeah. do think though there, there is a thing where either when you're really hyper focused on something, if you're anxious and you have to do a presentation or it's a big moment where you've got a lot of emotions and adrenaline's mm-hmm. kicking, I can see how you don't remember everything because I feel like emotions are flooding in at such an alarming rate. Right. You have to stop for a moment and tell your brain, hey, take a snapshot of this and see what you're enjoying and appreciate what's happening and that's hard to do if you're drinking it's very hard to do if you're drinking. Well, that, yeah that definitely adds to it but i wonder if part of it too because in my childhood i didn't have the technology and the distractions i'm wondering if the newer generation like my son Cannon, who's 15 will it be as he gets older in life will even his childhood be a blur because i think when you overstimulate your mind same thing you have a harder time imprinting deeper memories and I wonder if it'll be the same way. Damn. That's why they want. Because your mind is always distracted. Will the next generations coming up feel like their entire life was a blur? That's why people warn of porn addiction when people really get into porn. And there's so many images and so many images. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you have to throw yourself into porn timeout to almost. Un- I'm talking about somebody that overstimulates yeah. constantly. I'm waiting for the shift in young people where they start going, oh, you know what? Our phones and our social media is bad. We need to put it down. That will happen after the first nuclear war. Mm. I'm telling this you. This uplifting yeah. moment. I'm saying it's going to take something massive for us to get away from technology. The genie is out of the bottle. Good fucking luck trying to I'm take people. I'm just saying less of it. I feel like Magnolia, when she was in high school... Constantly phone, 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 phone. But now when I was up at FSU, she was looking at me and she kept going, Mom, put your phone away. Nobody else has their phone out. And so I looked around. We were at the Pike House. Mm -hmm. We were at the frat party right before the FSU game. And I looked around. None of these fucking kids had their phone out. I was the only asshole with the phone up, filming everything, going, oh, this is so cool. Uh-huh. All these kids were in the moment. And I was like, right. oh, shit, maybe the shift is happening. Mm. I, I respectfully disagree. I feel I'm like, just telling you what I saw. I'm, I'm not saying you're not going to have pockets of mo- people doing that. I'm just saying collectively as a society, we're heading so into yeah. to technology. I personally think it, it depletes us of our spirit, spiritually a little bit. When I say spiritual, I mean just being a little bit more patient with our fellow neighbor loved ones it's making us very we're not supposed to get everything at the click of a button it does something to a human it makes you very numb and it takes away your spirit in my humble opinion i think we're at a collision course right now it's going to be a fascinating uh debate coming up here i don't know if you guys have heard uh but over pretty much the last day uh this letter that uh, osama bin laden wrote to america after he killed three thousand americans on 9-11. He wrote a letter? He did. To us? Yeah. As oh, America. shit. I don't as, think I heard this. As to why he did it. And he said, basically, you pay taxes that fuels the machine that uh, has colonialism that supports Israel. And now TikTok has found this letter. Oh, great. And young adults are like, you know what? He had such a good point. Oh, boy. I mean, you got to go read this letter. It's so great. And they're trying <laughs> oh, to take shit. it down. And they're... Thirty-three percent of all of Gen Z is getting their news from TikTok, 
And you see what's going on here. They're only getting one side of the stories. And I, when I hear their commentary, I can hear immediately that they're very uninformed with geopolitical debates and they don't understand world history. They don't understand where we've been. And honestly, you can't get a full, deep understanding of some of the conflicts on our planet in a two-minute TikTok video. Well, it's also very trendy on on social media. There's a group of people that love to hate on all things American. Right. All things, it's, exactly. It's, it's, and it's, so, it's a whole genre of people on social media that get subscribers and it's, it's pretty much nothing but shit. We are America. a country that gives you free speech and we believe in letting you voice your opinions, but I don't know if you've noticed too, the protests that we are starting to have in this country are getting more violent. I noticed that. And we're getting to uh, a place where we're going to have to really deal with our First Amendment rights and propaganda and everything else that our social media platforms are delivering to people and how they're reacting to it. Because if it gets turned up a little bit more, we're going to have to face that crossroads and that decision. I'm aging out of Earth. <laughs> Amen, brother. You boys going to the woods. And you're like an old man. You keep saying the same thing every day. I'm aging out of Earth. Mas tequila, por favor. Look, I'll say Mas tequila, por favor. <laughs> give him more tequila. Just, oh, you, I will give you all. I'll give, yeah. you, I'll give you what you need. Hook up Kevin so bad that we have to drive him home. That's mm. my goal. Uh, all right, let's 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 turn this around. Let's, something fucking happy. Yeah. It's Friday. We talked about this yesterday. A Friday <laughs> depressing topic. <laughs> All right, let me go through these emails and find a happy one. No, I mean, they should all go in a good order. I put them in order. Okay. I'm just making jokes. Let me not take them yeah. out of order then because I was about yeah. to do just that. Don't yeah. listen to my stupid ass. I'm just making comments. Mm. <laughs> all right. Talking about stuff that's overrated. Uh, Michelle says, guys, concerts right now are overrated because they're overpriced. We're talking ridiculous. I put it in the overrated pile because I can't justify the amount of money to A, go to the event, B, park at the event, or C, have anything to eat or drink at the event. It's just too much money, and we wonder why the rich get richer because we keep buying their shit and drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, you know, uh, it was kind of interesting because I was at that uh, Country Bay Music Festival, and uh, Randy Damn Hausa. He's an old school country guy. And there were a lot of them. His name's Randy Hauser. Okay. Uh, but he, he says his middle name's Dam. I love it. He, he was kind of a funny. He had the funniest opening line. He came out on stage. He's like, well, we're here. We finally got our shit fixed. And then started playing. <laughs> I was like, that's so country. That is. I love that's that. Very funny. We finally got our shit fixed. Yeah. If your shit was broken, own it, and then laugh about it. Right, yeah. There's so. something to be said about a polish. Uh, performer, but there's also something to be said about right. someone who fucking just keeps I, it I real. I never noticed a thing either. <laughs> I keep it real. But That's right. She he, keeps it real. He went in, he, and he really broke it down. Country artists do because they appreciate because they got, um, you know, more blue collar kind of fans and yes. stuff like that. And he said, look, he said, we realize how much money you spent for babysitters and parking and everything else. And, and it really is. You know, my wife and I are like, okay, maybe we could plan one music festival to go to a year and then we are going to have to dedicate three it's like buying a freaking engagement ring yeah. we'd have to work extra hours and all that stuff to be able to afford to do this event and I've, I've felt this way for a long time i feel like country music as a whole genre they have a good relationship with their fans they're and the, amazing and the fans have a great relationship back it really is a well, simpatico it is they do because they appreciate radio play they understand how important that is there's so much music coming out that you know radio still makes a lot of hits and it makes them a lot of money and I, I couldn't believe it man our, all of our country PDs that we have so we have a country station here 
when those guys go to Nashville, they're going and hanging out at Luke Bryan's house and stuff like that. He gives them their cell number. Like, they could call him up legit and he would answer their phone. It's way different than the pop world. We would never be doing that in the pop world, hanging out with uh, right. hey, Katy Perry. Ariana Grande, it's me, Virginia. Click. Oh I've, I've interviewed Dua Lipa. She didn't give me her digits. Oh, she is next level. Right. That's how it works. Mm, interesting. Shit, sometimes we can't even get the local t- TV stations to get us a call back. <laughs> no. <laughs> Weagle still won't call you about the ankle. Fuck it. Did you write? I can't even get a statement from Weeds. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, talking about overrated, uh, Davita says Nashville is overrated. Expensive food and drinks, and there's not enough to do for the amount of people. I would say that Broadway at night is overrated. I would agree with you on that. Go during the day. Less lines, less people. Day drinking's fun and awesome. Broadway at night is so packed. It's yeah. like a quadruple bourbon street. It right. is fucking insane on Broadway at, at 9 o'clock on a Saturday night. Yeah, we went there for St. Patty's Day, so it was going to oh. be packed anyway, but we started, the Queen and I, we, we day drink, and we start at 10 or 11 a.m., and then we're out until maybe 6 or 7 p.m., and then we we stayed at the uh, Gaylord Palms, which is where uh, Opryland is. Yes. and so They do an ice there, too. Yeah, and so we went back, and they had bars and all that, so that's that's how we did it. That's how we did Nashville, but I can see where you're saying that because – I didn't. The the prices didn't, you know, hit me as being too insane. Uh, but yeah, I could see. And you know, they got two streets of honky tonks. But you know, yeah, you could get burned on that. And then you got to really look to find the pockets of other cool stuff going on in Nashville. I'll tell you a place that I thought was very, very overrated: L.A. Oh, I thought it was dirty looking. I thought yeah. I, I fucking hated L.A. I, I hated I'm, it. I'm with you, honestly. L.A. I mean, it's it's the weather is beautiful, but it's so spread out. The traffic is insane. It is, and they don't have really that. At least when I was there. I mean, you know, this is mid '90s, but you would go to Sunset. Um, Vine, you know, that area would have stuff. And then, like, Sunset Strip, they'd have Johnny Depp had a bar there at the time called the, the Viper Room. Yeah. Yeah. And that was right after what's his name, River Phoenix or somebody. When I died. went, I had a blast. But I mean, I, I love that kind of shit. Take the TMZ tour. If you like stuff, right. like, if you like the dirt of the day, the TMZ tour is so good in LA and you see so many of the spots that you know you see in the dirt that's kind of cool okay TMZ LA now I really hate that town <laughs> <laughs> if you're selling it I ain't buying fucking go to LA to see TMZ they have those scooters there too which I love you can scoot all around town I just I just I loved LA mm-hmm. mm. this one is from Drew Pennington okay yeah he sends in a lot. He, he's been sending in the uh, ones of you looking like Ray Charles with your glasses on. Oh, okay. All right. So he's got more artwork. I like this Pennington guy's act. He said, uh, make this complete cover for you. I made this. The only trio I would ever listen to or give my time and tips to. 
tip the player of the piano always, Bird on the saxophone, DJ Boston Ralston, and uh, me on the keyboards like Ray Charles. That'd be our band. <laughs> That's our band. It worked. You know what I was thinking about? Remember that bit we did a long time ago where me, you, Virginia, and Mariana... Our old producer went Always out to Walmart. Always bringing her up, aren't you? Yeah. We went out to Walmart, and we yeah. were playing instruments. Salvation Army band. For Christmas. We were doing our own Christmas caroling. Do you remember that? Yeah, well, that the bit was, um, I don't know if we're videoing it, but yeah, it was like we were going to see how a, a bell ringer. It. Yeah, how a, a Salvation Army bell ringer would react. We came out, and then somebody come in and play the tambourine. I came in and played the guitar. You came yeah. in, one of you played the tambourine. I think you might have played the, the bongos. And or a something. guy went with it, and he started making money. He's like, it's great. And then we just walked away. Like, you, what's going on? Do you remember that, or do you have amnesia from that? I kind of do remember that. Yeah, okay. I do. Yeah, there's some shit I'll find online and go. I do not remember that weird shit. I, I do love watching my old videos just for that reason because I'm like, wow, that's me. What we had a lot I, out there stuff. What was I doing? And, well, there's other stuff too from events that the good people have put up. Uh, so when, yeah. I, when I'm editing a video and I want to go back and try to find old footage, I'll type in KVJ onto our channel, but old other people's stuff will come out. Shit that I didn't even know people were filming. Wow. There's one of you. Someone's filming your ass. It's, it's from behind the stage from like 15 years <laughs> ago, and it's just your ass. Okay. How'd it look? F- phenomenal. Good. Okay. You've always had the best booty in radio. Oh, thank you. I, I think it's a fair thing to say. You have the best male ass in okay. radio. I'll take it. Who, 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 Not sure you're right, but I'll take it. Who's going to beat you? Yeah, who's going to beat you? Great question. Bobby Bones, what's his ass look like? Oh, he's got a nice ass, though, actually. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's, I would have to see it. It's, he's got a nice ass. I always look at it. Would, would he, Bobby Bo- ha- he had nice style. I think before he got into country, he was hotter. I think now that he's in country, he tries to play down his looks. I don't know about that. I, this do. is, this is I judge men on their looks, and I'm looks, telling you. He looks you. fantastic. He's aging great. This is the part where Kevin's uncomfortable because Virginia's probably talking about a guy Kevin knows. I did. <laughs> Bobby's a great guy, and he's very attractive. He used to be much, much hotter. No, he he looks great. He looks really good right now. In fact, I'd say he's gotten better. He's, he was don't. good looking. His, his wife's got great style. She's a fucking, yeah. she, you know the witch roles. I know. Just She's not right. She's not he right. looks fantastic. <laughs> We talked about making our own podcast called the Bone Piece Podcast. Oh, speaking of Bone Piece. Will Bobby Bones come on the Bone Piece Podcast with me? The Bobby Bones Piece? He'd probably be scared to do that. (laughs) I think he would shut that. If you you played him the first 10 seconds of this conversation, he'd turn it off. (laughs) Too fucking awful. Uh (laughs) There's the uh, ad for the Bone Piece Podcast. Let me see. I didn't get this. Take that. Okay. I don't know if that's supposed to be us or somebody else. I don't know what's going on uh, there. AI cartoon <laughs> shit. Um, this is from Randy, a KVJ nationer that went to a comedy show Wednesday night. And they were doing a little Q&A at the end of the show with the comedian. And he says, the comic said at the end they wanted questions from the audience. And someone asked... Who are some of your favorite comics? And then they rattled off names. But then one of the openers said, oh, who's some of your least favorite? And he said, I used to work 
uh, at a door. I used to be the door guy at a comedy club, and there was a comic who, at the end of his shows, would show up at the merch booth, but instead of interacting with fans, he'd put his ear pods in and ignore everyone. He also sold shirts that had his own picture on it with a thought bubble that read, Let's go, Brandon. The whole crowd went, Ugh, loudly. And the main act immediately said, Let me guess, was it Schneider? And the whole group just rolled their eyes because apparently nine out of ten comedians don't like Rob Schneider. I, I've heard <laughs> I've heard quite a bit of stories uh, about yeah. old just listening to podcasts and stuff. He goes to the merch booth to sell his own T-shirts with his face on them and puts his ear pods in so nobody can talk to him. Obviously, his crew is going to love like him because he sure, they got they history. Like they're they're, they're mm-hmm. boys, the Sandler crew. They're they're going to like him. But yeah, I think I think they would probably. If they were honest, they'd go, Rob is a bit of a dick. And I think I think Rob would probably even tell you that he's a bit of a dick. He might, yeah. He might on apology be like, Yeah, it's just who I am. So yeah. you know, take her or leave it. I gotta tell you, his daughter Elle King is she is amazing. She is a dream. She's sweet. She is funny. She's, She's talented. Massive, massively talented. Charisma. You know, she was up there and I, I was thinking about just her sound. Um Gosh, it's it's. Yeah, I was thinking like a Janis Joplin or something like that, but like just, an Amy Winehouse, like yes, a legend, right? Like a young legend. It's just you know, there's so many voices in country that sound all the same. They're all young, cute girls, and they're all fantastic, massively talented. They got that American Idol country voice. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and look, you know, you can't even tell them apart. You're like, yeah, she's massively hot and she's got a great voice. El King has got such a unique voice, and she's just got a unique look and a different personality than anybody else in the game. And she doesn't even fit necessarily into country or alternative or whatever. You can't even cage the girl. Are we allowed to tell the gang about uh, what is in the works, potentially? Speaking of Rob Schneider. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can say that. We are trying to get an interview with Rob Schneider. And it, it, I, think Again. They, I think they reached out to us. They reached out to RMF. They, so, they did. So it went to Randy. So Randy had it. But, uh, you know, I don't get my hopes up because this happened before. Because we got it. They came to us and they're trying to get him on for, you know, comedy gig or he's promoting some project. And so I, I slid in like, yeah, why not? Because I've always Definitely. wanted to talk to him and be yes. like, you know, it'd be amazing just to talk to him about, you know, what happened so long ago. And First see where question, why are you a dick? See, I think we have to come up with a strategy because <laughs> I, I'm over here going, this is entertainment. I, I'm not mad at Rob Schneider. I get that not he's, either. I he's got a dick face, but it's like, you know, whatever. I would love to talk to him and see if he was even receptive to a conversation to laugh about it. Right, exactly. It's, it's funny. I, I'd be People cool laughing about it. We don't know each other. Yeah, we, 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 had, we had a terrible go around. Exactly. Yeah. Laugh about it. So what? That. We had a bad round. But then I work, I work with a witch <laughs> yeah. who wants to hold on to some shit. The last time we had it booked, and I think it was the day of, he got win. He's like, wait, no. No, I good. don't do that show. Yeah, so, you know, we even had it on the books, and I think we were like an hour away. Like, I can't believe it's about to happen. And then they were like, yeah, you know what? Rob declined. Rob got busy. Yeah. It's amazing. That's so, so fucking, that's, it's so we've bizarre. We've requested again, but I, I'm not getting my hopes up. When I was 13 years old, 12 years old, me and my dad, my whole family would watch Rob Schneider's comedy thing, because he was always on this Young Comedies HBO thing. It was him, David Spade, that always run the special. We were such big fans of Rob Schneider. So it was so surreal to be in a fight with him, going, what? Is what going- the hell? This is so This weird. is bizarre. <laughs> My family thinks it's so funny. He's, you know, he's been in some big projects. Absolutely. Well, you can say whatever you want about him. Yeah. He, you know, he did it. He yeah. did his thing. 
I know. You fucking hate him. He's just a tool. And everything I hear backs up that he is just, he doesn't deserve to have the fame that he's got. And I don't know why people like Adam Sandler, who are so cool and so kind to fans and do it right every time, would let a guy like that be in their entourage. I would have kicked him out years ago. And I heard he did. He put him on probation for a while because he was such a fuck face. And then somehow let him back in because I think Sandler is just a good guy. Schneider doesn't deserve the goodness that is Adam Sandler. All I would say is we don't know their situation. They got history with each other. Whatever. I know everything. You know what? It's Friday. I'm backing out. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, spending, I'm not spending this Friday making well, you know, you. I'm, I'm sure we probably all had a friend that yes. we had to defend totally. sometimes, and we realized that their behavior or their comments can um, get a little... We work with her. Whatever. <laughs> I'm a sweetheart. Yeah. And, you know, Until you fuck up. If you fuck up, then I'm a honey badger. There's no middle. I either love you or I hate you. Look, bottom line is this. She keeps it real. <laughs> She's keeping it real. She's keeping it real. This one's from Ashley. It says, my question is for all of you. All of you make my days so much brighter. I want to know, how do you guys drink so much and not feel terrible? Specifically you, Virginia. As I get older, as a woman, I can have one glass of wine and really feel it the next day. If I have multiple drinks, oh, forget about it. My anxiety goes through the roof the next day. Brain fog, heart pounding, disrupted sleep, all of that. You guys seem to be okay after a few drinks do you have a secret to no hangovers do you not suffer from anxiety the next day no, Ashley I have everything she says I just think to Kevin's point it's a high pressure gig and I think you fight through the bad feelings to kind of just get through the day sometimes I know that doesn't sound like the healthiest of answers but it's the truth there's times where I think we all probably come in and do the show and we don't feel 100% but that's not good for the people my thing is I hydrate like a maniac I am a big believer in hydration I take all kinds of liquid collagen throughout the day I take one in the morning and one at night I drink water all day I drink coconut water. I drink anything with electrolytes. I love to hydrate. And I think that helps me with recovery the next day. But you, there are times, though, you come in here feeling like dog ass. Absolutely. And, and I do have the anxiety. I do have all the things that you're talking about. But, you know, you can't come in here. You have to fake it. You know, yeah. <laughs> you got to put your big girl panties on and suck it up, buttercup. You got to entertain the nice people. Yeah. You do, because... Kevin will kick us if we don't. Kevin is very violent behind the scenes. It's, it's something we don't talk about a lot. It's the time to say all this shit about Kevin. He can't really talk. Can fight lie, back. Yeah. He can fight back a little bit. A little bit. But it's got to be like a sentence. He can't yell at us like he always does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Denny's. <laughs> How about this for you, Jay Bird? This came up on Angie's IG feed last night. You guys were talking about your favorite scents, and she had to share this. Goose Creek Candles now is making something called Little Debbie Scented Candles. Oatmeal cream pie, cosmic Ooh, brownies, yes. nutty buddies. Oh. And then she scrolled some more on the website and found Candyland candles, too. That is just my game. How yeah, cool right. would that I, be? I know you had that study about scented candles being terrible, but much like the drinking and the bad food yeah, and all that. Yeah, there's so and, much stuff. 
I'm only on this rock for so long. Let's have a good fucking time. Let's I have mean, a drink. Let's make the house smell good. Yeah. Oatmeal cream pie oh, candle? That, that would make me... I don't, know, yeah, I don't know whether to eat or to, to jerk it. It's so <laughs> exciting. That was a joke. <laughs> All right. This one comes from Engineer Keith, and he says, Guys, you were asking for the odds to win the Powerball with the winning numbers 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Five. Watch Virginia get lost here. And the Powerball, six. Well, the odds are one in 292 million. Is that from Engineer Keith? Yes. I knew it. I knew it. It was yeah. from him. I said it. Oh, did you? I wasn't listening. He knew you it, though. Dick. He knew it after you said it. I mean, I, I was listening. I love the dirt. Your eyes look very big and shapely. And I made you a pie cake. You did. No, you made me the best pie I've ever... It's really the best pie I've ever had. You've done that a couple times now. The best grilled cheese. Yeah. I'm and a fucking good wife. D- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that got away for you. Look, you could have had all this. Huh? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You are weird than everybody. Well, you are making my armpits get sweaty. Stop making this uncomfortable. We need to get through this. Kevin. Yeah, this is what happens. We don't have to go. We, Kevin, where are you? Yeah. Bone Peace Pennington. Oh. <laughs> you are fucking weird. You know you love it. Um, he also says, I was also curious what the probabilities would be for multiple tickets. If you got two tickets, it would be one in 146 million. You hear her brain slowing down. What? Three tickets is one in... Okay, first of all, we get it. Ugh. You're very smart, Engineer Keith. Okay, second, we get it. You're very dumb, Virginia. I can't follow it, Engineer <laughs> Keith, and I really tried. <laughs> All right, this one's from Jennifer. It says, uh, you guys discussed the lawyer and the father crime. Yeah, well, from Boca yesterday. Yeah, the, uh, the kid was... Uh, Taking money from his dad, they worked together in a law firm, and then uh, his dad found out, fired him, and then the kid killed the dad, and then the kid hung himself in his jail cell. She says, did you see or hear about the mom and son being involved in having their son-in-law slash brother-in-law killed? I did, yeah. The son was found guilty last week, and the mom got arrested at MIA, the airport, trying to escape to Asia. Okay, so it's like it's like a movie. So wow. they had her dead to rights. I think it was like her son. I, I only know the sketchy details. They, they were they lived somewhere in Florida. I wasn't here. So, you know, she wasn't a South Florida person. It was like Ocala or somewhere north. And she had been a part of it. And then they had a text with her saying, OK, did everything go through? OK. Oh. So they had her dead to rights. She was going to I think it was Vietnam. Um, and she was on the plane. And they don't extradite, apparently. Yes. No extradition. So she's sitting there thinking, knows that, hey, if I stay here, if I don't get the hell out of it, it's like a movie. Damn. She's in her seat. Door is closed. She's like, I am. all I need is this plane to take off, and I'm good. They got there to the plane before it took off. Wow. They opened the door. Could you imagine how – you ever have those moments where your stomach just sinks? Yes. You're sitting in your seat, and you realize, you're like, oh, my gosh, take off, take off, take off. Door opens, and you see somebody with a badge probably on their chest walking in. You're like, oh, fuck. That, that's, the feeling fuck. You, that's the feeling you get when you're talking about that your stomach uh, you know, leaves that your moment, body. That moment, that one moment, yeah. That happens when you're uh, skydiving and they open up the oh, I bet. the door yeah. and the wind comes right. in. You lose your stomach. You're like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Yeah, this this guy is gonna be a dick to me. 
Yeah, so I, that was another crazy story. There have been a lot of crazy. I get why true crime works. I mean, you can't even write these kind of stories. It, you it was can't. like a movie. It's it, a movie. Just but- like a movie. You're sitting there on the plane and you can see, like, you're tapping your fingers on the armrest. You're like, oh my gosh, please take off. And how did they think they were going to get away with it? You know, like. Yeah, well, I mean, Virginia, she was not far away from getting away with it. But they knew. But they still, were on her tail. If, if time was on her side, another 10, 15 minutes, who knows what it was, she would be in Vietnam and she would live out the rest of her days free. I have so many reoccurring dreams of the cops chasing me. They're yeah. so close to – I mean, it is weird, man. Yeah. It's all the time. It just reminds – triggered a terrible memory, Kevin. Sorry. What have you done? In the dreams, usually, it's uh, it's all kinds of drugs I've never done before. <laughs> and I'm trying or, – or there's, there's the biggest bag of weed, and I'm trying to sit on it. The cops will enter the room, and I'm trying to put a pillow on it. And it, it's just it, – You're it, trying to eat half of it, put the rest up your ass. It's crazy because the whole dream – The whole dream is me trying to elude the cops. See, it, it's awful. I, I'll have it again tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this title from Candace says, Virginia was right. She says, hey, guys, happy Friday. Virginia's always talking about Evo Italian in Tequesta being an amazing restaurant, and she's right. My fiancé and I went to celebrate our anniversary, and everything was extraordinary. Signed, Eddie Evo. From the wine. <laughs> There's no Eddie Evo. <laughs> From the wine to the carpaccio to the entrees, I had hoped to see V there, but we did not. We saw a bunch of women that we think were basically the desperate housewives of Tequesta. It was very, it's great people watching in Evo because it's really a lot of rich people go there. It's very expensive, so don't go unless it's a special occasion. But Evo is top notch. Would you say what's the percentage of old spotted dick? Of clientele. 60% old spotted dick. Yeah, you'll find some young dick intermingled occasionally. (laughs) Tyler Cameron loves Evo. He brings his young dick in there occasionally. He was on uh, NFL Red Zone. He was. Last week. He was all over TV because of that Special Forces. Oh, right. It's on Fox on Monday nights. That was cool. He's doing really well with that show, and he's still in in it. Spoiler alert. Uh-huh. They asked me to do the NFL bread zone. Uh-huh. <laughs> and our final email is from Rachel. It says, hey, guys, with a feel-good Friday, tomorrow me and my gang are having our first Friendsgiving coming full circle as we all became friends from being in KVJ Nation. So we're partying together tomorrow. Oh, I love it. Woohoo! That's awesome. Thanks for all your cool. emails. There's a bunch of people that are legit Lifelong friends now because yeah. of KVJ, and which is came, very cool. They came in groups to the KVJ premiere of the horror movie. It was so fun to see packs of people hanging out with each other because you guys met from KVJ. That yeah. was that was a lit, awesome crowd, man. Uh, the malls didn't know what hit them. They, yeah. They're still. They had two people. They had two ushers quit during the no, event. No, did they really? They're volunteers. No way. They walked out there like, we can't do this. Yeah, wow. it was it yeah. was a lot of energy. Wow, yeah, no, you're right. We come in hard, we come in strong, and we come in drunk. Well, there was Gosh. an impromptu tailgating party in the front of the building that it kind of yeah. just happened that way. You walked outside and it was just a haze of smoke over the whole parking right. lot. The parking lot was smoked out. 
It looked like an old rock concert from the 80s. Yeah. I was waiting for like Cheech and Chong. It was really awesome. It was awesome. Thank you guys for always turning out. And don't forget, turn out tomorrow. Be there at Buffalo Wild Wings at 4 o'clock in Wellington on Saturday. Yep. Mr. J in the chat room saying, no way they quit. I'm telling you, Mr. J, they absolutely did quit. They no, did. they're volunteers. They quit. So they absolutely said, I can't do this. They stopped taking tickets. And they went and they all like stood in the corner together and just were like shuddering. Like, I don't know what to do about this. They stopped seating people. And that's their job, to seat people. That's funny. <laughs> it is. I know it sounds over the top, but it did happen. <laughs> They're volunteers, though. So, I mean, like, yeah. if you quit a volunteer job, it's not really quitting, quitting. But, right. You know. That's funny. And that's what's going on, everybody. All right. Very nice. Well, hopefully uh, Monday I'll have my voice back. Or not. I don't know. I'd, You'll be fine. Uh, you get a lot of people liking this. I don't know. Me being one of them. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll email the show. Okay. He is your, uh, he's your voice gravy. Voice gravy. <laughs> he makes you wet. Okay. I knew you were trying to be sexy. Gosh. I was hoping she wasn't, but then. Yeah, I know. I could see it. You loved it. Oh, boy. You know you did. All right, y'all. Have a good weekend.